Today, from the International Gospel Hour, it's our Q&A broadcast. Biblically-based questions that deserve a biblical answer. So, stay with us today. That's from the International Gospel Hour. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you always to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you. It's good to have you with us today, and thank you for tuning in to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. In 2 Timothy 2, verses 22 and 23, Paul told the young man Timothy to flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. In my local preaching work, it was a privilege to bring forth a Q&A lesson monthly through my sermons, and I received several questions from our teenagers at that time. So today, please consider with me a couple of those questions as time permits, and the answers that are relevant today. These were questions that came up at school and how they were to answer them. So let's think about those questions today, but before we do, here is our J-Webb with a little bit about the International Gospel Hour television program, and I'll be back in about 30 seconds. Friends, you've listened to us over the air and online for years. And now you can see the International Gospel Hour program on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and put International Gospel Hour in the search engine, and it will take you there. Please subscribe and click on the bell. You'll be notified each time a program is uploaded. It's free. Subscribe on YouTube today. When asked at school, one special teenager asked... What should I say when speaking in tongues comes up in conversation? Well, friends, we should always say what the Bible says. And this teen was looking for answers from the Scriptures pursuing righteousness and faith, faith that comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10:17. First, let's define. In Mark 16:14 through 20, the Bible says, Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues." They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven, and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Now, in verse 16 of Mark, or I'm sorry, verse 17 of Mark 16, They shall speak with new tongues. Now here, Jesus is speaking to the apostles from verse 14. He gave the Great Commission in verses 15 and 16. He mentioned the signs that were to follow the preaching, 17 and 18. 
Jesus ascended in Mark 16, verse 19, and the apostles, they, the apostles, went forth preaching and confirming with signs. When we think about this, in Hebrews 2, verses 2 through 4, the Bible asks the question, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, and with divers or different miracles, and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to His own will. So the Hebrew writer affirmed what Jesus told them He would do. In Acts 2 and verse 4, we find those apostles were speaking with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And later in Acts 2.11, the men there affirmed that they heard them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. And again, this, re- this response was of Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven, Acts 2 and verse 5. In Acts 10 and verse 46, they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Here is the Gentile nation as affirmed by Peter in Acts 10 and verse 28. In Acts 19 and verse 6, when Paul had laid his hands upon the Ephesians, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Dear friends, from all of these texts, there is no question that the tongues were actual languages. After all, we get the English word glossary from this Greek word for tongue. It was not a gibberish that cannot be understood. People heard the gospel in the language they could understand, affirming the word of God unto them. Now, that's the definition of a tongue. It's an actual language. Now, let's talk about their duration. Now, in 1 Corinthians 13, 8-10, Paul says, Love never fails, but whether they are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. Now, dear friends, the perfect here is not speaking of Christ. It's speaking of what will be perfect or the perfection, the completeness will come That which is in part will be done away. The prophecies that would come forth, they would be done away when the perfect or the mature has come. The languages will cease or the tongues will cease to interpret and understand. For people will be able to understand in their language. The knowledge, the supernatural will vanish away. Why? Because we're going to have the perfect that has come. Let Paul in Ephesians 4 elaborate on this more. In verse 8 of Ephesians 4, therefore he says, When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended for above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men 
and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Now, back to verse 13 of Ephesians 4. Till we all come to the unity of the faith. Now, that word till tells us this is a limit or an aim of completion. The unity of the faith. Till we all come or the completion of the unity of the faith. Each congregation would have a knowledge of the gospel system. It's the faith, the unity of faith, for which we contend, Jude 3, which was delivered once for all saints. How about those in Acts 6 and verse 7 who were obedient to the faith and the faith that Paul preached? So we understand that these gifts or the miraculous or these things involved within the speaking of tongues or other languages would come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect or complete man that we would all know. And we would all be able to understand. In other words, the miraculous tongue speaking or the language speaking would be to affirm the word. Let's consider Philip here concerning the power of the Holy Spirit, the speaking of tongues, the confirmation with miracles. Now, In Acts 6, 5, and 6, Philip did receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And Philip preached Christ in Acts 8 and verse 5 and confirmed that preaching with miracles, Acts 8, 6, and 7. Yet Peter and John went to Samaria to lay hands on them. Well, here's one question. Why didn't Philip? Philip did not have the power to lay hands on people for them to continue the teaching and the preaching as he did. Would not Philip's power of the Spirit die with him? Would he not serve that purpose for what he was to do? In Vine's Dictionary of New Testament Words concerning the gift and the tongue speaking, he said this, There is no evidence of the continuance of this gift after apostolic times, nor indeed in the later times of the apostles themselves. This provides confirmation of the fulfillment in this way of 1 Corinthians 13.8, that this gift would cease in the churches just as would prophecies and knowledge in the sense of knowledge received by immediate supernatural power, 1 Corinthians 14.6 and following. The completion of the Holy Scriptures has provided the churches with all that is necessary for individual and collective guidance, instruction, and edification. So, dear friends, the Word of God is sufficient and able to address the things therein without additional miraculous measures needed. You see, friends, that's why we must point back to the Word of God, which is all authority. We'd love to help you in your study of the Word of God, we always present our free Bible studies, either online or by mail. Well, friends, today here is our free by mail Bible study, and our J-Web has the details. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God.
Well, dear friends, I stated as we began, as time permits, we'll get to an additional question, but time will not permit us today. I am so sorry. But I do hope that our studies of the speaking in tongues in this question and answer session has been of help to you for you to pursue and study of the Word of God. We are thankful that you listen to our broadcast through the International Gospel Hour and hope you will join us at another time when we will continue our studies together. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jeff Archie, and as always, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.